Blog Talk Radio. July. It's freaking July for crying out loud. It's almost the 4th of July here here in the U.S. July. Oh my gosh. So it's a holiday weekend here and I hope everybody's enjoying that. Having an extra day. For those of you not in the U.S., tough tough noogies. I don't know what to tell you. We're we're thinking about you. We promise. (laughs) As we have our our gluttonous uh, holiday celebrating our independence. So, which I hear is, is going on in other parts of the world these days as well. So we won't get into that right now. <laughs> what is Radio Tarot? Radio Tarot is the show where we talk about, of course, tarot. But what does it have to do with the radio? Well, duh, we're on the radio for one thing. But more importantly, <laughs> but more to the point, Radio Tarot is about using tarot cards and our minds to connect ourselves to the frequencies that we want to be connected to and that we want to bring into our life, like love, money, all that good stuff that we want, enlightenment, call it whatever you want. I see we have a whole bunch of callers, and that's awesome. I will do my best to get to all of you, although I probably won't get to all of you. But thank you so much. Please don't give up. Think good thoughts. Hang in there. We will get to you. All of you in chat, welcome. So nice to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Aloha, Jay, Pug Mama, Guest1833, sign in, you big chicken. And Veronica, hi. So so happy to see you here. If you uh, want to hear this show again, and all of the shows here on the Psychic Coffee House online, on Blog Talk Radio, the archives are there. You can listen to us over and over and over. And who in the world wouldn't want to do that? And another thing, <laughs> while, I, while I'm telling you what to do, uh, is to check out Psychic Biz Live. The replays are here on the Psychic Coffee Shop Online channel. So check that out, too. But it's a whole lot more fun. to You can see us on our Google Hangout when we do that every week live. So, you know, kind of, kind of weird. I guess, but it's so much fun. <laughs> I have so much fun. I could do that every night just about. 
instead of actually working like I should be doing. <laughs> so, what are we going to talk about tonight? The tarot. Oh, my gosh. There's so many, you know, oh, there, there's so many opinions about the tarot. And is it evil? Is it dangerous? Is it creepy? First of all, if it weren't, I wouldn't have anything to do with it. I mean, if it weren't creepy. Did I say that? Is that what I said? That's what I meant. After all, we're drawn to the mystery of it, aren't we? We're drawn to things that we're not supposed to have, we're not supposed to know about, things where we're not supposed especially if you grow up in a religious family like I did, or that, that kind of a background. And some even if you don't, you know. I was was brought up in a religion that talks about not tarot cards specifically, but any kind of cards. We were not allowed, at least when we were at my grandparents' house. Isn't it funny how things change when you're at your grandparents' house, they're all, the rules are different than when you're actually at home with your mom (laughs) or with your parents. So, uh, you know, there was a, a marked difference there. My mom, who happened to be the daughter of a Southern Baptist preacher, we went to Toys R Us one night and bought a Ouija board. Yes, we did. When I was a teenager. (laughs) And she was like, don't tell anybody. So, you know, at at my grandparents' house, playing cards was not allowed. Any kind of cards. You do not even go fish. You can't even have cards. And the reason for that was because they were considered to be a tool for gambling and gambling of course is a sin and you know it, it, it because if you of course it's a sin if, if you what is sin sin is something that hurts people right so if you spend your rent and food money on gambling first of all you're an idiot second of all you've hurt people so we weren't allowed to have tools that would tempt us into doing learning how to do bad things Wow, I'm just looking at all the callers pile up. I'll get to you, I promise. Please don't go anywhere. <laughs> so cards were considered something that were definitely taboo in my growing up years. And being the res Miranda that I am, I always curious, oh yes. And, you know, my mother didn't really help <laughs> very much as far as keeping me away from the dark side. Uh so you know, we would have fun with things like that. My mother and I would play with the Ouija board, and, and uh, which some people would say would explain a lot as far as opening portals and things that are that I do for a living today now and for fun even. But um, she's passed on now. She's no longer with us. But so I can I can say goofy things about her, and she's listening, going, "Yeah, well, now fine. Now you're talking about it on the radio, and I told you not to mention it ever." <laughs> So, portals, uh, the tarot, tarot can, there are a lot of, of people, uh, I would say religious people, Christian people, who think that the tarot is very dangerous, and I've heard so much more about that. Now, okay, an interesting thing happens that I'm noticing in, in these times as of late, whether you want to call this end times or strange times or weird times or bad times or good times or whatever the heck you want to call this particular era in our existence. 
there does seem to be a bit of a spiritual battle going on. And I, I don't say that lightly because I very much believe in spiritual warfare and protection and defense and standing up for others and that sort of thing. Uh, so fighting is sometimes necessary. So for what you believe in, uh, anyway, I won't get off on that tangent, but, but there seems to be a, a ramping up of interest in, let's just call it the dark side. And then, so that causes, you know, there's, look at what's all the things that are on television and the music that we're listening to and the movies that we're watching. And I'm not at all being judgy about anything. I am not at all saying what you should or should not do because, and I should just, this is a disclaimer. I love horror movies. I love creepy stuff. I love, you know, I'm sitting here in the dark right now for crying out loud. You know, I wear a lot of black eyeshadow and all that happy crap. And, you know, I, that's just, I'm, I like paranormal stuff. (laughs) I don't like dark things. That's just me. So, but I'm noticing that very much, our society reflects what we believe and what we think, and most of all, more than anything else, what we're afraid of. And so there seems to be a very large increase in what some have called the culture of death and interest in that. Um, vampires, ghosts, zombies, um, you know, blah, 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 death, death and destruction, doom and gloom, blood and gore, absolutely everywhere. And Maybe that's because it really is happening absolutely everywhere now. And because of the technology that we have, we're exposed to it. And so what happens, especially when very, oh, I don't know, let's say sheltered Westerners are exposed to things of that nature that we're just not used to, we become afraid of it and we create a vibe of fear. And so that being the case, we then have our religious and our spiritual leaders and communities in various different places think that they have to start raising up and fighting the devil. They have to come against all this culture of death and the way that we that they perceive that some of us are living our lives. Let's just say, if I sound like I'm taking this personal, it's because I do. <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of passionate about the things I believe in. Have you noticed? So uh, when I talk about things like tarot and opening portals and, and uh, the different tools we use to connect to the other side and how to do it and all that, first of all, I want you to know how to do it so you can be the one that controls your mind and your life and your surroundings and what you have in your life and what you don't and how you can, you know, we can't control everything, but we can't control what's the saying, how we react, react to things and how we deal with things. Isn't that right? Don't you think that's true? So, you know, we have to, sometimes it's one thing to know that we should. It's another thing to know how. And so that's what I'm here for. That's my mission in life. And if somebody wants to call me, names for that, you know, like a fallen angel or something like that. Go ahead. I don't really care. So, but I think it's important to empower people and that's what, um, so I'm trying to flip and do. Okay. 
So pay attention. <laughs> the tarot is like any other tool, really. Um, there's a, a writer named Marcus Katz. He is the author of something called Tarosophy and co-author of something else uh, called The Secrets of the Weight Myth Tarot and Around the Tarot in 78 Days. And he says the danger of tarot is not that it contacts evil spirits, not that it shows your eminent doom in the death card, and it doesn't, by the way, and not that it attracts the curses of the dead upon you, but something far more common and even worse than any curse, the danger of laziness. What? (laughs) We know that generally... Half of people think that tarot is negative in some way, going on with what he says here. However, the reason they give is not because of the aforementioned, but actually for a very good reason. As some tarot enthusiasts online seem to be forgetting, why is tarot dangerous? Just check this out. In a 2001 public survey uh, that was conducted in the UK on behalf of the Independent Television Commission, and the Broadcasting Standards Commission, and aimed to survey the public attitudes to subjects such as astrology, tarot, psychic phenomena, and the results were used to establish all regulation on the broadcasting of such such subjects in the UK. Now, I wonder if they do that in the United States. I should have looked. I don't really know. Do they investigate such things to see how they should regulate the presentation of them on American TV? Knowing what we're watching all the time, I would say, heck no, but I could be wrong. But they definitely do things like that in the UK because they're, they're very intelligent and <laughs> research-minded and want to control your life. Okay, so it showed one thing, the survey. Tarot was seen by the audience as positive when it offered positive, comforting information and generic advice, but negative when it produced personal information that delved into a person's consciousness. Isn't that interesting? In other words, if tarot didn't mind its own beeswax, it was considered a negative thing by most people. So you can use it to um, you know, kind of look at, at things outside yourself. But if it talks about things in your personal life, ooh, it gets a little creepy. And that's what they figured out. <laughs> so... Uh, and, and this is one reason why uh, I, I've noticed and, and learned. I had uh, worked with, and I won't say the network, but there's uh, one on British television and UK television that a friend of mine and I also work for and with. Their rules for what you can say and do and, and not say and do are quite a bit more strict than the, the guidelines and rules that we have in the United States for the things you can say and not say and address and all that kind of stuff. And this is one reason for that. I just wanted to point that out in case any of you think I'm just making this stuff up. I am not. <laughs> so so why is tarot, what, what am I talking about with this laziness thing? Tarot, why is tarot dangerous? Because it, it creates laziness. Well, I'll be more than happy to explain myself. What I'm talking about is that and, and this is where I really, really, really hope that you're getting an education on the kind of reader, that so-called reader, I'm going to say from here on out, that you consult with and, and that you talk to. Many, many, many tarot readers make this mistake, whether it's 
on purpose or not, there's they they look at the cards, they interpret the cards, let's just say, for you out of what their own opinion is. And what I mean by that is, for instance, okay, I have, you can't see me, but I have my tarot deck in my hand right now. I really do. And so I'm shuffling it a little bit. Maybe you can hear it in my microphone. I left my air conditioner on, so what? It's noisy. Too bad. Okay, so I'm shuffling the cards and dropping them on my desk. Okay, so let's say that I'm going to pull a card for you, just as an example, and I'm one of those readers that that I'm going to just see. One card for you today says, okay, we picked the tower card, all right? So if a tarot reader is, is putting your own opinion into what they're doing, into their reading, and they look at the tower card, and, and those of you who listen to these shows here on Psychic Coffee Shop Online are well well familiar with the tarot deck for the most part, I assume. So the tower card looks like an ultimate disaster. It's a tower, of course, a building being struck by lightning and people flying out of the top of it and all hell breaking loose and, oh my gosh, it's Armageddon. <laughs> so if I were putting my own opinion into this card, I would say, I, and I pulled it for you and you were asked me, for instance, well, what kind of day am I going to have? I would have to say, wow, I pulled the, ta- the tower card for you. You better hide under the bed because it's going to totally suck to be you today and you're going to have something really horrible happen. Whoa, whoa, hold the phone. Not necessarily. No, no, no. <laughs> the tower card, in case you didn't know, yes, it is about unexpected events and yes it's usually a big deal and maybe it's not bad maybe it's an unexpected incredibly good event do you know that you cannot cannot I don't care how you how you who says otherwise I don't care cannot give an entire reading with one card you need to know the rest of the story you need to know what's been going on What's associated with this? So you got an unexpected thing here. Like what? Are you just going to leave the poor person hanging? What kind of reader are you? That's an example of putting your own opinion into it by just saying, oh, my God, uh, you've got the tower card. You should just, you know, make peace with your God or something because it's bad and just be sure and pay me before you're dead kind of thing, (laughs) you know. How, think about this. This is where where you say you come in to my chat room and you say, I've asked my tarot reader, I've asked my reader the same question, and I've asked the, the same question to five other readers, and I got six different answers. That is why. That's why. I'll tell you something. Spirit doesn't change its mind. His, her, whatever makes you happy. Spirit doesn't change its mind. If spirit has information from you, for you, in the cards, it will come through from me. The same information will come through from another reader, although I must say that it might be and probably will be different pieces 
but the same puzzle. It won't be you're going to have a terrible day because you got the tower card. And the other reader says you're going to have a wonderful day because you got the tower card. And the third reader says you're going to have a kind of sort of, I don't know what kind of day you're going to have, but maybe you should just, you know, not get a reading today. No, you're not going to get a bunch of different answers. You're going to get the same base information, but maybe more to the story. You shouldn't be asking the same question five times a day anyway. Just saying. But unless you'd like to confuse yourself. It's okay to get a second opinion. I'm totally down with that. I recommend it even. And I'm not saying that I, for instance, am 100% right all the time. I'm not. I have bad days too. Oh my gosh, I'm only human. Give me a break. Well, sort of. (laughs) You know, I do my best. But this is why. Laziness. Laziness. What, am I calling some tarot readers lazy? You betcha. Why do I say that? Do you know that even I've been reading cards since, uh, professionally anyway, since 1999. And do you know that I still have to study, make sure that I'm using my psychic ability and my ability to interpret symbols and symbology in the cards? Sometimes I do actually get rusty, and it's easy to get lazy, especially if you do it all the time, like I do, practically all the time. (laughs) It's easy, and you think, ah, well, I know what this means, blah, 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 blah. But maybe you don't. Maybe you're wrong. I can't tell you how many times I've sat here and looked at a few cards for somebody, and it wasn't at all what I expected. You know, they'll they'll give you the, the situation and the scenario, and, and they'll think, oh, well, they're just, you know, need to quit seeing that guy. <laughs> just they need to go to Panama and take a vacation or something like that. When, uh, you know, when what I saw in the cards was completely different. As a reader, you cannot, cannot go by your opinion. Your opinion doesn't matter. That's what I'm constantly saying. Razzie, give me your opinion about this or that. I'm not giving you my opinion. I'll give you my opinion later if we have a conversation. (laughs) Chances are it won't be the same as what we saw in the cards. That's not psychic. That's laziness. That's a danger in tarot. And are they evil and are they portals? Um, You know, we are going to continue to talk about this. And I have a lot more to say on it. And, And what I say might be shocking and then I will give you my opinion of that and it might even be even more shocking than you can imagine so you know readers try and do their best for the most part yeah I I don't mean to sound like I'm just picking on everyone but when you talk about reading tarot it's it's a whole different serious animal, or at least it should be, than it is reading oracle cards. And I'm not saying oracle cards are not serious. They definitely are and definitely are very insightful. But with oracle cards, you can allow some of your imagination to go to work there. You can let them speak to you through that vehicle. and You can connect that way. Tarot has a very specific set of 
symbology and and dare I say artwork and um, spreads, for instance, for a reason. There's really been such a you know how many tarot decks there are. There's hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of tarot decks out now. And most of them, a lot of them, like I've seen them all, right? No, I haven't. <laughs> a lot of them are crap. They mean well. The artists mean well. But the tarot, and, and granted, nobody knows where they really originated, their stories, yeah. But they have, the point is that they have symbology, specific symbology for a reason. And you can't screw around with that and expect to get an accurate tarot reading. You can use oracle cards with tarot, yes, and a lot of really good readers do. I've seen them do it (laughs) myself. You know, so there's there's a very big difference. And chances are, the person who's, if you're going to a reader who went and bought a couple of tarot decks at the bookstore one day and decided to sign up on a website to be a professional and come, that's what they call themselves, <laughs> you better find out where they got their their education and their skills before you take what they say as gospel. So if you're confused, if you're somebody that gets a bunch of tarot readings all the time and you're confused, there's another reason right there. So are tarot cards a danger and is is that a portal? Yes. Um, Tarot cards were a lot of uh, people say they started out as a game, but with secret society information, you know, secret information, secret occult information contained within them. And they are, they were and they are kind of a portal as a matter of fact when you think about going back to picking a cardigan like we did before and you have a question about something and this is where the Christian this is why the Christians hate this stuff (laughs) and you pick a card and you're and you're you have a question and you're going to ask let's just say well, who are you asking? Do you even know? Are you asking yourself? Your higher self? Do you even know what your higher self is? That's a different thing than your spirit guide. Did you know that? Are you asking your spirit guide? Do you know? Do you have a relationship with your spirit guide? Are you just saying, I'm asking my spirit guide and hoping that some spirit or entity will answer your question? It's kind of stupid, by the way, and kind of dangerous. Don't do it like that. But are you? This is things. These are things you have to know. Are you? Are you asking a question of God, and you want God to answer you through a tarot card or two? Are you asking Satan? Where are you getting your information? Do you know that I started doing a podcast years and years ago, when uh, about two thousand. 2000, 2001, I can't remember which. I started doing a podcast called Tarot Plane. (laughs) P-L-A-N-E. Just so you know. Tarot Plane. And and I thought, I was so excited to do it because it was for a website that I worked for online that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, And I thought, 
wow, I, I'm so excited to do this because I'm going to ask every single reader I interview, which was the purpose of the show, the podcast, to interview all the readers for promotional purposes. Every single one of them, I'm going to pick their brain and I'm going to find out everything they know about reading and tarot and divination and how they do things and why they do it and where they get their information. Because I was living in a little tiny northeastern town in northern Pennsylvania, and I didn't know anybody else that did what I did. (laughs) I didn't know anybody else I could tell that I did what I did. (laughs) So every single one, there turned out to be uh, 75 readers. And do you know, boys and girls, I ask every single one of them where they get their information, and not a single one could answer the question ever, not ever. We'll be back after this break. More evil on the way. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Or are you feeling stuck and not sure where to turn? We can help. Visit our website at psychic.biz from your computer, smartphone, or tablet where you can get accurate readings and insight by speaking with any one of our tested advisors. We offer live chat, video sessions, one-on-one phone calls, and even email readings. We have several gifted psychics, tarot readers, astrologers, and other healers from around the world who are available to you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Your initial chat is always free, and our psychics do offer special prices and low permanent rates. Visit us today at psychic.biz and get the guidance you need today for your tomorrow. Welcome back to Radio Tarot at the Psychic coffee shop online on blog talk radio live right now i'm your host rosa miranda oh wait a minute we have some coupon codes to talk about before i totally forget that oh my gosh i haven't forgotten about you phone people don't go away now uh all i have to do is find my notes where there is (laughs) psychic.biz coupon codes people summer 16 16 credits Use the word summer, get $5 free. Use the word coffee, add 15 credits, and get 10 free. Oh, my gosh, 10 bucks, free credits. Sign up right now. You you can get email readings from us. You can get video chat readings from us. You can see and hear some of us. You can call us on the phone. You can text chat with us if you don't want to look at us. You can find us all on Psychic.biz. I am there usually between 10 p.m. and 2 or 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be there tonight. Wasn't there last night. I'm sorry. I had stuff to do. You know how it is. I had to go, you know, make sure that I wasn't being uh, chased by evil or anything like that. (laughs) Actually, see, that's my problem. I, I always, I try to be. That's, you know, where I get myself into trouble. Anyhow, and chat room people, I'm not forgetting about you either. We're going to get to questions and all of that soon. But let's just continue to talk about evil tarot cards. You know, some people, a lot of people think that just getting a reading is evil. You would not believe, seriously, how many people I have come to me that say that they're Christians or their clergy, or they're <laughs> involved in some kind of ministry, 
kind of work. And I'm not supposed to tell anybody that they're getting a tarot reading, which just makes me chuckle. They only knew, right? (laughs) Most people get tarot card readings because they want to find direction, wouldn't you say? It's a tool for problem solving and decision making. Now, this is, I want, I'm going to repeat that. It's a tool for problem solving and decision making, not just to see whether or not what's his face got all your drunk texts. All right? Let's just establish that right now. <laughs> Let's keep that in mind. We can answer that question. Oh, yes. But there's so much more to it than that. And, you know, we all, we all, as readers, we always kind of feel like it's our job to educate you about, you know, the tarot even more. So I had asked, I was talking about my interviews on tarot plane that I did, the first podcast I ever did years ago, asking every single reader, ask them, where did you get your information? How do you know that when you get information through the cards that what you're telling someone, where does that come from? What happens with you? And every single one of them, 75 of them said, I don't know. The closest, closest anyone would get would say, well, I think it's from, I like to think it's from God. Some would be brave enough to say. And some would say, well, it's my spiritual brothers and sisters on the planet, you know, poop head or something. Or, you know, they would come up with some fantastical things. But none of them knew for sure. None of them knew for sure. So what if you ask me? I hear someone thinking that. I know you're thinking that. Yes, you are. (laughs) Uh, And if I look at the chat room right now, I might see better. Mm -hmm. All right. So, oh, hi, Terry. Glad you're here. Sonia, I'm so glad you're here. Oh, my gosh. The wonderful, marvelous Sonia Haynes is here. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Anyway, what if you ask me Oh, I love you too, Sonia. Thank you for coming. So what if somebody asked me that? Where am I getting my information? What would I say? I mean, it's only fair, right? If I'm going to pick on other people for not knowing the answer to the question and asking all 75 of them, it's only fair that I ask myself, right? So where do I get my information? Where do I get it? Boy, I don't believe there is a name. Does that sound like a cop-out? Maybe it is. I'm, I'm not sure. Here's the deal with me. And I guess that all of us can only really speak for ourselves. I believe in a source of power, of good, of love, of all energy, of all creation. I believe in that creator and that source. And you could call it, like I say, I don't mean to be disrespectful. (laughs) The great gazoo, you can call it whatever you want, God. But I believe in that. I therefore believe in the dark side as well. I believe in all of that, that it's all there. I'm not an atheist, but I'm not necessarily a theist either. So where do I get my information I get my information from the source, the field of possibilities, 
if you will, as Pam Grout calls it in her book, E Squared. Got to get that book. The field is, I think, my favorite explanation for that because I do believe that all information and all energy lives in this field. And the field is ever-expanding. And the field is everywhere. And the field is within us and without us. And you could probably play a Beatles song about now, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's the best answer that I can give. And I know that when I ask a question of the field, I have, and it literally feels like there is someone standing to the right of me, just behind my right shoulder, as if a person, a human, walked up and stood there and said, say this, say that. Oh, this is what it is. This is what they're doing. This is how they feel. This is what's going to happen. And it's never kind of, sort of. You know, some people will ask me, well, how much of a percentage do you think you're like 50% right or on a scale of 1 to 10? And I just say, baby cakes, it is what it is. It is what it is. Because when you know something, you know that you know that you know. You just know. You can't explain it. You've all had that experience. This is not boring to you. (laughs) So this is why religious folks have a problem with tarot and tarot being portals. Now, how are how is tarot a portal? There are things, going back to the Golden Dawn and the Kabbalah, and I'm not going to get into all of that because that's like way complicated <laughs> and I don't feel like it. Um, but there's a, one of the things that you learn uh, when you're studying the Toad Tarot and the Kabbalah and the Golden Dawn methods of tarot reading and things like that is something called the opening of the key. Did you get that? (laughs) We're talking about portals and we're saying that the opening of the key is a very important spread to learn and understand. And it really is. It's quite complicated. There are a lot of steps to it and I'm not going to go through them here. But you're opening a portal. You're opening a door, a gateway, a window. Call it what you want. Here's the deal is <laughs> you're opening your third eye. You're opening your pineal gland. You're saying, come on in. Isn't it interesting that you hear so many Again, going to media, well, I'm a media person, I guess. But this is how we learn things in America on TV and movies. Isn't it interesting all the times, when you think about all the times you've heard, not not just in TV and movies, I guess, but in stories, too, in lore that's handed down different fairy tales and whatnot, that you, in order to have something enter your house, enter your life, what do you have to do? You have to invite it in. You have to say, 
come on in. You have to open the door. <laughs> you have to open a window. This stuff is not as hard and mystical as it may seem once you start thinking about it. So what are you doing when you're opening the key? You're opening the tarot. You're opening the door to what? Your mind, your spirit, your heart, your third eye, your pineal gland or pineal gland. Some call it that little pine cone in your forehead. Yes, we're all cone heads. (laughs) You're saying, I am open to receive. I am going to be the receiver of the information. So that, my dears, (laughs) is where I get my information now. One of the reasons that the so-called church considers this evil is because in Catholicism, for the most part, I'm not real sure about Protestant religions because in my Protestant religious upbringing, this was never even mentioned, oddly enough, that the third eye or the pineal gland is the seat of the soul. This is where our soul lives. And so if we expose it to things like tarot, if we open it up and allow different things, entities, beings, beliefs to come in, do you see now why maybe when I say stop watching television for crying out loud, cancel your cable subscription, you see? Am I starting to make sense at all to anybody? That's that's one reason. So, you know, they're real worried about what we we let into our pineal glands, and maybe they should be. I'm not saying they're wrong. I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I do not know. <laughs> Where does the being come from that speaks to me when I give a reading? I don't know. Do I believe I'm going to go to hell because of it? No. Am I wrong? I don't think so, but I don't know. Are you ever going to find another tarot reader who is as honest with you about that stuff as I am? Good luck with that. Maybe a couple. Sonia would be. Sonia definitely would be. Sonia knows so much. You really need to talk to her. I'm not kidding. So much. But, um, it's like talking to a goddess. Yeah, she's amazing. But uh, Sonia Haynes, people, Psychic Up is. She has a show on here, too. you got to listen to it. Just do what I tell you, and nobody gets hurt. So once the door is open to our pineal gland, according to the church, we're in trouble because they say this is the third eye of the occult. The eye of Horus is indeed the true mark of the beast. So say some people. You know... I'm not going to worry about that. I believe, call it God, whatever, that things like that, a connection, the ability to connect with something, with an organ in our body for crying out loud. Do you think that's an accident? I don't think it's an accident. I think it's there on purpose. I think it's there because we're supposed to use it. How? 
Well, this is where the free will part comes in. Don't you think you're smart enough to make up your own mind about what you listen to and what you don't, who you believe and what you don't? Learn from your mistakes. And I'm, you know, note to self here too, believe me. Don't you think that's why we have those things? Do you think that God or whoever would stick something in a little gland in our forehead, in our head, for no reason, just to take up space? And for some people, that's what their whole brain is doing. But not you. Come on. (laughs) Not you. You're better than that. I know you are. Do you really want to call anything in your own body evil or a waste of space? Oh, my gosh. How insulting is that? Do you know that if you call, if, if you yell at plants, if you say bad, evil, mean things to plants or to water or to ice or to any living thing, it withers and dies? Do you think it's any different with your body, with yourself, everything about you? Will you please stop telling yourself that there's something bad and wrong with something that you were born with? I don't care what it is. Stop doing that. (laughs) Cut it out. (sighs) My boyfriend teases me. He says, sometimes you're like that, that, Indian in the end of Dances with Wolves is waving their hands up there on the mountaintop going, that crazy, crazy one. Uh, so be it. I'm fulfilling my purpose in life. And being crazy is my purpose in life. Works for me. So we're opening portals when we open a spread. Yeah, we are. Yeah. You have to re- be responsible for what you do. I'm not copping out here. I there there will be no disclaimers from Res Miranda ever. <laughs> Apologies later, maybe you know, but disclaimers, no, not going to happen. I'm going to try and tell you what I know, and I'm going to try and empower you and and help you figure stuff out. That's what I'm here for. So let's let's just think about this. This, here's your homework, and I'll know if you don't do it. <laughs> Think about your third eye this week, and we're not we're not done. I'm going to take some calls in a minute. I know I keep threatening to do that, but I am. So your homework for this week is to think about your third eye. Think about all of you. Think about oh, here's a good one. Thank you, Spirit. In your meditation. And if you don't start, you will. Now's good. Well, after the show, at least. Now's good. (laughs) Sit yourself in a quiet place. Tell everybody else around you to leave you alone for at least 15 minutes. If they can't handle that, they got bigger problems. Sit yourself down. Let yourself get quiet. Allow yourself to think about yourself. From the top of your head to the bottom of your toes and the soles of your feet going into the floor, just every little bit of you. And as you kind of scan yourself, starting at the top of your head, going through 
your brain and your face, starting at, at the top chakra at the top of your head and going all the way through the rest of them. And that's something we probably need to talk about <laughs> chakras. All the way through your body. See if you and take your time doing this and, and see if you stop at anything. If anything makes you stop. If any part of you makes you say to stop and say, uh, that part doesn't feel good or that part of my body has pain. Maybe that part of your body has pain because you need to give that part of you some love. Maybe there's something you need to forgive. If your shoulder hurts, maybe you're mad at somebody or maybe you're carrying a burden you don't need to be carrying. Maybe it's not even yours. Maybe you need to forgive somebody just to get them out of your hair and off your shoulder and off your back. Does that make sense? Maybe. So So keep, you know, look at, look at yourself. <laughs> Scan yourself and keep going and know that every part of you is there for a reason. Every part of you is amazing. And every part of you is there for you to use. Because creation is amazing. It's incredible. You are made of the same stuff that the stars are. And that's not just a song. It's the truth. It's science. You can't argue with science, now can you? (laughs) At least that's what they tell us. Some of us do it anyway. (laughs) I'm just saying. And see what you resist and what you feel. And what maybe needs some attention and some love. And I want to know next week, I want to know from you what happened, what it felt like, what you discovered. Oh, I won't discover anything. I hear you say, I know what's wrong with me. I know, you know, I've got, you know, this or that pain. I know what it's for and I know why and blah, blah, blah. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't, in fact, know everything. (laughs) Maybe you should surprise yourself. What if you could heal yourself? What if you could know yourself better than you ever did before? Maybe you're blocked in certain areas of your life and your outside life because you're blocked in yourself. Maybe. It's just, it's all a chain, you know. (laughs) It's all connected. Maybe you have a bad attitude all the time because there's something that you should let go of and you haven't even thought of that. Anyway, just do it. Give it a try. 15 minutes. It's amazing how 15 minutes could change your life. But not if you don't do it. Not if you say, Rezzy's crazy. She comes, she sounds like one of those goofy new age people. So what? I didn't ask for your opinion. <laughs> Just do it as do it as say. Do what I say. All right. Psychic.biz coupon codes one more time. Summer. 16 credits. Add 16. Get five bucks free. Use the word coffee. Add 15 credits. Get $10 free. Psychic.biz is where you come see me. We're going to do... Remember last week, I'm going to stay on a little bit longer tonight because I... Was told that I can because I'm special. No, because because just because I can. All right. So so we remember last week I said we did some law of attraction 
uh, we talked about that and and you know how ways to bring that into your life and then I wanted you to call and tell me how it was going. So call and tell me how it's going. That's why you need to do. The number is 914-338-1976. I know that you're already on the phone, some of you. Please don't leave. I'll answer your call. <laughs> and and one more thing. Don't be talking to somebody else when I answer your call. You never know when I'm going to do it. All right? So, you know, pay attention. And, and just after the next break, which is in just a couple of minutes, I'll take some more calls. And we'll just keep going. And if you want, I'll give you a law of attraction exercise to do from Pam Grout's book, which is really, really good. A method to allow yourself to begin to become as crazy as me. Because I know you want to be just like me. I know you do. (laughs) Of course you do. Wow. Welcome to the chat room, everybody. I'm so glad to see you. Hi, Cheeky. Welcome. You know, I have to just take a minute to thank Ethan Knight for arranging all this for me. I'm here just yakking my head off and spending some time with you because he and Psychic.biz made it possible. So, oh, Pog Mama, I'm so proud of you. Gave up TV five years ago. Atta girl. (laughs) then right so good you're in the queue for a law of attraction reading excellent excellent and we'll I'll give you the method after after uh, the call here okay so did I mention that you can find me on psychic.biz anywhere from 10 p.m. eastern time to 2 or 3 a.m. eastern time and I'm kind of rambling here because I forgot what I was going to say you ever do that? And I want to go to a break, but I don't want to take a call right now because then I'll have to put you on hold again, and that would suck for you. <laughs> so, also, I'd love to hear about your tarot card experiences. Have you had any scary tarot card experiences? Some people actually have. I was surprised to read about that. I was reading about that, and, and you know, I think a lot of that happens I read online that somebody had a, a scary tarot experience and they were saying uh, that they had in their upbringing they were told that tarot was kind of creepy anyway you know so they kind of you know they go in like a lot of people whether it's tarot or Ouija board or some other kind of divination tool that's supposed to be magical they go into it with an attitude and with a feeling of that they shouldn't be doing it right so if, if you're going to start something with an attitude like that, with a belief that already you shouldn't be doing something and it's probably bad and something could happen, then it probably will. That's just like that Bloody Mary game. Did you ever play that when you were a kid? When you were at a slumber party? Oh, man, we did. There was a bunch of us having a slumber party. I guess we were about, oh, uh, I don't know, 11, 12 years old. And there was a, a, I guess maybe about 10 of us, eight to 10 of us, little girls, you know, and we all thought we were so cool. And our parents were all having some party in the apartment complex direct room downstairs. So we decided we were going to have a seance and we all got around, uh, you know, the little coffee table and my friends, 
living room and turn the lights off and lit a candle and somebody said, hey, you got to go into the bathroom and stand in front of the mirror and you have to say Bloody Mary three times. And I said, why in the world would I do that? And she, because she said, Bloody Mary will appear to you in the mirror and something creepy will happen. And so you go into something like that. And so, of course, the question would be, did something happen? Well, yeah, the thing that happened is we all scared each other half to death uh, by screaming and <laughs> expecting something bad to happen. That the first little noise, we were all screaming and running downstairs looking for our parents. That's what happened. But if you go into, if you go into something like that, into and, and you buy a pack of tarot cards and you know you kind of sneak it in and you you unwrap it and you start looking at the cards and and some of the cards are kind of creepy looking like the devil and death and and you're thinking wow I don't know if I should be doing this and something bad might happen and you've done that to yourself yes you have opened the door to your own fear you have opened you have Flipped open your pineal gland wide open to your own fear and imagination run amok. That's what you've done. So, congratulations. <laughs> you have just verified for the entire church community that evil exists, and all you have to do is go to the bookstore and buy a pack of tarot cards, and there you go. Are you kidding me? Are you serious? (laughs) That's not how it happens. If if evil is is that weak and easy, then it shouldn't be such a problem for us, should it? Heck no. I'll be right back. This is Resident Brandon for Radio Tarot. Don't you dare leave because I'll come after you, I swear. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Are you feeling stuck and not sure where to turn? We can help. Visit our website at psychic.biz from your computer, smartphone, or tablet where you can get accurate readings and insight by speaking with any one of our tested advisors. We offer live chat, video sessions, one-on-one phone calls, and even email readings. We have several gifted psychics, tarot readers, astrologers, and other healers from around the world who are available to you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Your initial chat is always free, and our psychics do offer special prices and low permanent rates. Visit us today at Psychic.biz and get the guidance you need today for your tomorrow. You betcha. The guidance you need today for your tomorrow. Absolutely. That's the whole deal. That's the reason we're there. All right. Now, um, I'm getting a cue that hopefully it doesn't really shut off in 60 seconds. We'll find out. So I'm going to take a caller, and we're going to do our law of attraction thing. And you've all been so nice and so patient that I'm going to start with 347. Hi there, area code 347. Are you there? Hello? No. All right. I guess they couldn't wait. Let's try uh, this one. Come on, button. Area code 780. Hey, how's Hello? it going? Hi, who am I talking to? This is Jay. Hi, Jay. Thanks for calling, man. What's going on? 
Not too much. Uh, Why not? Miranda? Yes, you can call me Rez if you want. Mm-hmm. Rez. Okay, Rez. Capricorn, of course. You bet. <laughs> Capricorn is rock. Uh, they're interesting to work with. I work with a Capricorn. They're interesting. Oh, lucky they're 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 rambunctious. Let's say that. Yes, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. And we usually think everyone else is incompetent, which can be frustrating for other people, because it's that's really not true. true. We're just so arrogant, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry. On behalf of all Capricorns, I apologize for our behavior. <laughs> so what can I help so you talk- with? You're talking about law of attraction tonight, right? Yeah. Is that correct? That is, yes, yeah. that's partially correct, yeah. We talked about that last week, and, and we're still talking about it, but, you know, tonight we're doing you know, portals and, and our tarot cards evil and all that kind of stuff, and what kinds of things do we attract? But I am uh, giving law of attraction readings right now, too, and if you have a question about the law of attraction or even an experience to share, go for it. I'm finding right now in my teachings, or not my teachings, but my learning practices, that um, the world that we're in relationship with, with this yourself, maybe just talking to you, or you know, walk into a store, uh, let's say, a, being empathic, that once we get uh, fixated on that that uh, experience, okay, um, it, it may carry us. It may how would you throw us into annihilation mode if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. and we're not being annihilated at all. So even if I'm going to let's say on a tractor, let's say a a moment in my life of just going outside, I'm not going to get fixated on. Am I going to be annihilated by maybe the the wind, or am I going to be annihilated by you know something falling down from me? You know, putting all those whatever stories in front of me that would block my experience of, of that moment. So mm-hmm. I think with the law of attraction also, it's just uh, um, you, you can't really set expectation for it. So and Because uh, the universe is always listening all the time. So even if you're having a bad experience of the tarot cards or whatever, it may be, you may have been fixated on, do you feel like you're being annihilated? And which is not. Right, right. Well, you make a really good point that it's really uh, all about perception. And that moment that you mention when, for instance, you, you go out or you go outside or, or you walk into a store or whatever, and you see a scenario in front of you that uh, the way you put it was sends you into annihilation. There's a moment there where you can perceive and notice that that is the feeling that you're having and that is perhaps what you're looking at. But then it's in that moment that you choose or get to choose anyway how you're going to feel about that. In other words, most people would instantly go into a panic mode, a fight-or-flight feeling Makes sense? Yeah, makes but, sense. Right, but when you know that you have, when you are simply aware that you have a choice about the perspective that you're going to have, 
then you can choose. Well, maybe what I'm seeing is is a great big, uh, colorful to- cotton candy tornado, and it looks like a whole lot of fun, not a disaster, you know, <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. So I think that's a really good point that you bring up, and and that you you know no you can't choose what comes at you, what the universe sends you all the time, um, but you can when it is because stuff is around you all the time. You're right. You choose how you choose your perspective. I is what I hear you saying. Is that right? Uh, I think profession that we have usually comes from our I thoughts. So I feel that if we actually log traction, I feel it's it's um, there is a hmm, I can explain it. Um, a more of a a unified field of love mm-hmm. that attracts, not fixated on a, like a lust or desire of something. So, um, you know, that's how I'm looking at it now. That's how I look at it from my from my experience. So. Well, well, I, ho- I hope so. And and going back to what Pam Grout says in her book E Squared, she mentions the field of possibilities. All of those things are there. You know, the the love, the unconditional love, the divine love, as well as the lust and the desire. And there is, uh, you know, a negativity associated with that, but there's also positivity associated with all of those things. Everything exists in the field of possibility. Abraham calls it the vortex, if you're familiar with that. Everything mm-hmm. exists in, in both. So what we're doing as I think especially as readers is getting our information from that field and it's the perspective that we have, whether we deliver it with love or as a warning is how we choose to give the information. But, you know, I, I, a lot, I see a lot of readers don't think about that. You know, they just, out the information. Well, you know, um, I I kind of have a, I think there's a, a a right way and a wrong way to deliver information. Would you say? Um, I don't know. I I don't know if uh, <laughs> I, I'm not a reader or anything like that, so I cannot say <laughs> in that experience. But from your experience, I mean, you're a reader, so you yeah you you. Seen all the maybe tricks or maybe the how they read too, so where they get their information yeah. from. So, yeah. Would you rather I told you um, you're going to get hit by a bus if you walk outside, or would I? Would you rather I told you don't go outside for at least 24 hours because you'll be a lot happier and healthier inside? <laughs> Not really. I mean, it's like, well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be uh, why instill fear into the reading or something like that, or right. or maybe right. I mean you're you're there for for help in some sort of way. You're not there to put the person into fear mode. Like I, I was, right. had a, a reading with somebody who said, you know what, you've got a lot of problems and I I can't deal with you, so you got to call go on to somebody else. I'm like okay, oh my, well, yeah, and just really that was my first time. Like well, what are you trying? To, what were you saying? So it's like. Well, uh, maybe I can't. Maybe your experience with me just. I, I don't think I can help you with your experiences right now, um, or something like that. Just make it ease it off. So, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. 
but I'd rather have a positive one than anything else because I think that's more uplifting than anything else. So. Sure. I mean, it's important to get the truth from your reader, absolutely, to get the truth, and, and more than anything. But there's, you know, there it's it's all about language too, and all about you don't have good communication with spirit, and then with someone else if you don't understand how they're hearing you. You know, you have to. So I I think maybe in in some ways that was kind of a blessing in disguise that 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 reader said move on to somebody else because I think that spirit probably did send you to somebody who could really help you and who was better for you anyway. So, you know, all things worked out and worked together. So that's great. That's kind of interesting when you think about it that way. So you've had, for the most part, positive experiences with readings? Yeah, yeah. So I have one reader that I always go to, and um, it's a gentleman, and he, he doesn't yeah. do, do the reverse cards. He just yeah. he just mm-hmm. puts he just puts them way there forward. I mean, so yeah. and some yeah. people do the reverse cards. So I mean, yeah, look at the health or whatever. So yeah. right, right. Well, good. Well, that was a, a very interesting um, and very well said point you made about the law of attraction at the beginning of the call and I look forward to talking to you again and seeing you on Psychic.biz. Thank you so much for calling. You're very welcome. I go to meditation and I'll be in a dream world where I do the attraction or whatever that is. Um, Absolutely. Center of the heart. Yep. Do the scan of of yourself and and your brain and you know and all all of your parts from the top of your head to the tip of your toes and and see what see what they tell you. And report back to you next week. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Jay. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. That was so That was so nice. That was a lovely call. I'm so happy to have gotten it. Let's see. We have at Erica305. Hello. Hello. You're on Radio Tarot with Russ Miranda. Who am I speaking with? Thank you so much for taking my call. My name is Samantha. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm so happy to take your call. What can I do for you, you tonight? Yes. Well, I wanted to know if you see um, financially my financial stability and money coming in in the future for me. Okay. Or, yeah. Okay. Do you have a lot of, um, do you have much experience with, Using the law of attraction or universal laws, or using tarot to manifest what it is you want, or is that a kind of a concept that you're not too familiar with? Or I actually do have some tarot cards, and I'm okay. I'm definitely working on my um, manifesting and awesome. thinking positively and using affirmations, definitely. Okay, excellent, excellent. Okay, so let's take a look at what we have here for your money situation. Okay. Now, sometimes what we see in the tarot is not just what's going to happen, but what we should do right now with something and what I'm saying here is, first, and I'll tell you the three cards I have so that you can meditate on them later if you want to. We start out with the Page of Cups. And the Page of Cups 
is all about hmm, immaturity. And when I say that, I don't mean that you're being immature and that it's a bad thing. It's about something that's really just young and just beginning. You see what I mean? And the Page of Cups, cups are all about love and things we desire. And interestingly, on the Page of Cups, the page, the boy, is holding a golden cup. And in that cup is a fish. And that fish represents abundance. Isn't it interesting that we're talking about the law of attraction and money for you that you need? You need abundance to come into your life. So we're seeing the Page of Cups. The pages give news. And so this one, the Page of Cups is saying, I want to give you news about abundance. And then we have, so stay with me because we're going to get that. (laughs) So the next card we have is the Two of Swords. Now the Two of Swords is about a stalemate. And what that means is nothing and nobody moving forward or backwards. Everybody freeze. Everybody stay put right where you are. But the interesting thing is the number two is all about being in agreement with something or someone. So we can say that you are in agreement with the page who says, hey, I have some news about abundance, and I'd like to give you some. And you say, that's great. I'm ready for it. (laughs) That's where I'm at. Now, what this means, more than just saying that you both are in agreement, it means that you're ready, that you're vibrationally in the right place to receive that. Make sense so far? Yes. The manifesting work and the affirmations and the positive things that you're doing good job because they put you in agreement with the abundance that you want. So now, lastly, we see the moon card. The moon card is about dreams. It's about a lack of clarity to some degree. It's about a little bit of confusion, but it's a little bit also I think the key here is is dreams, and we don't always understand our dreams and don't always know what's going on or what it is our dreams are. So here's the deal. How come we're going from being in agreement with the Page of Cups in abundance and being ready for it to, to confusion and not really knowing what's going on? Okay, remember how I said The tarot tells us how to get what we want a lot of times. You are in the right place at the right time. You are in alignment with what it is you want. You only have to do one more step. And that step is figure out exactly what it is you want. Get some clarity. Instead of a lot of things, focus exactly on defining what it is you want abundance for. Not just that you want abundance, but what you want it for. Why do you want it? 
Understand? Yes. Now that also implies that when you do that, this is spirit telling you it's there for you. You're going to have it. You're going to get it. You just have to do that one thing. And then it's yours. I have it for you right here in this great big huge box with this huge bow on it. But I can't give it to you until you do this one thing. So, (laughs) wow, what do you think about that? Well, I definitely have been thinking about what I need um, or want more abundance for. And I'm hoping that a break, well, things would take place that could definitely help me on that route of getting that. That's great. So spirit really confirmed for you, yes, you're doing the right stuff. Just this one thing and it's all yours. So you're apparently, you're, what can I say, but keep doing that. Because when it's clearly defined and you know that, and then you start, once, once it's clearly defined, the thing that you do then is to really, um, experience it you know for instance money is the thing right think about all all what you're going to do with it how awesome it is to have it you know all the fun things all the all the good ways it makes you feel and and like you went to the disneyland of money right (laughs) think of all those those things and how wonderful it is and just and revel in in that because it's it's the feeling uh, is what the universe hears. So so there you go. Wow, I love looking at that. Thank you so much for asking that question and calling in. So I you know you're you're there. You're right there. Okay. So let me know a follow up later on, will ya? Okay. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you so much too. Bye-bye. Have a good evening. You too. All right. Wow. That was two really awesome calls. I love it when stuff like that happens. I really, truly do. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's see. I was looking in the chat room, it looks like. Okay. All right. So that's... I'm going to take one more call. And... We'll see what happens with area code 240. Hello, 240. Hi. Hi. Who am I speaking with? My name is Allison. Hi, Allison. This is Resin. You're on Radio Tarot. Okay. What's Um, going on? Well, I have a question about my finances as well. Okay. Um, And I'm worried about my rent and everything being paid. I'm not really bringing in a lot of money right now. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to know if you see me being able to uh, keep my apartment and pay my utilities and everything. Okay. Until my lease is up. Right, right, right. Okay. Now, what I want you to do, you know, first of all, the same thing. Did you hear what I was saying to the previous caller about how to start thinking about money and feeling it and 
and uh, and go into like the money Disneyland in your mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want you to start doing that too, and I want you to know that what you need is there for you already. And and you know it's it's about and if you have a hard time doing that, and I know sometimes when we're in difficult situations like you are, it's hard to do that because you think, but I don't have it. But but mm-hmm. if you remember a time in your life when you did you know, when everything was fine, financially well, going well for you, relive that time and that feeling in your mind, and that will get your vibration to where it's supposed to be. And so now, of course, we're going to look at the cards and see, you know, about the apartment and where things are going to go. Okay, this is really interesting in a good way. I've I've had to start saying in a good way, because every time I say, oh, this is really interesting, people go, oh, my God, what is it? So I didn't want to scare Mm -hmm. you. I don't scare anybody. All right. So we have the first thing we have. First thing we have is the Four of Cups. So the Four of Cups shows us someone who is not getting what they need, frankly. You're not getting the offers that you need. You or your husband are not getting the work offers that you need, frankly. Um, it's just a, such a struggle. The Nine of Wands is showing us you're overwhelmed um, by resources and overwhelmed financially because things have just not been uh, coming to you as far as resources and the ability and the opportunities to make things better. However, we're also seeing the nine of discs or pentacles. Uh, and now the nine of discs is, and, and it's just the complete opposite. Sometimes you wonder, why do I see a card that shows me a woman who is surrounded by money and surrounded by coins and surrounded by abundance and has more than material uh, resources than she needs, everything and more that she needs. And the card before that is somebody who's overwhelmed. Well, here's the thing. It implies a change, most definitely. It implies a very a big change. And I, I'm not sensing loss in your life. I'm not seeing loss here in any way, shape, or form. And I'm seeing that it really is, what's the difference between these two people? Now, the person in the Nine of Wands is, is physically overwhelmed, yes. But he's expecting to be. He's saying everything is terrible. Everything sucks. It sucks to be me. Life is horrible. <laughs> but mm-hmm. the woman in the nine of discs card, she's not smiling and happy because she's surrounded by money and has everything that she needs. She's smiling and happy because she's she has everything she needs, if that makes sense. And that brings more of it. Mm-hmm. It's not because of the material stuff that's making her happy, she's happy. And because she's happy, more material stuff like money comes to her. So that's the key right there. That is the way that tarot always tells us and spirit tells us how it is to get what we need, how it is to get unstuck. And I'll tell you a a quick story from my own life because spirit tells me to. I was in a place in, in my life about 15 years ago where I was absolutely stuck. I mean, absolutely stuck. I had no money, no job, no family anywhere near me, no vehicle, no nothing. I had to live in, through the kindness of friends, they owned a motel out in the middle of absolutely freaking nowhere, Mm -hmm. 12 miles away from the nearest town. No income, no friends, no family, no vehicle, no nothing. 
And these people didn't know me all that well, but they were kind enough to let me stay there. Now, they couldn't give me any of those other things, but they gave me a roof over my head. And so that is probably, if you can think of the worst situation you could possibly be in, so what do you do? You've got to have those things to live, right? At least the money part of it, (laughs) the other things. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. and I mean, there wasn't even a telephone. What can I do? Right. So I finally figured it out. I got so angry one night, thinking about my situation, and so upset, and so fed up. I literally went outside, and it was in the woods, so I could go outside and, and yell at the trees, right? I went outside and I'm just so angry and I'm I'm so like this is I am not gonna put up with this. I am not gonna live like this. This is not my life. This is not who I am. This is absolutely not going to continue to happen. This is gonna change and I command it, I demand it, and I am sick to death of this and I am not gonna put up with this anymore. And something is going to change and it's going to change now and I mean those poor trees, I just let them have it, you know. <laughs> just, I was surprised they didn't just all wilt and die right there. But the point is, I was so focused and so determined, and I mean laser focused, that there was going to be a change, and I mean yesterday. Right. What that did was open me up to ideas. I stopped laying around feeling sorry for myself. I'm not saying that you are, but, you know, I stopped laying around being sad and scared and I got mad and that raised my vibration, meaning it made me a whole heck of a lot more alert. Do you ever notice how more alert you are when you're mad about something than when you're just sad? (laughs) You're just more aware of everything, right? Right. So, And so because my brain got in that state, and I didn't even know it was happening, I got an idea. Then it's like the universe said, okay, here's what you do, Miss Loudmouth. This is what you do about it. You go to the front office and you ask them to use their phone and you call the local newspaper and you tell them you've got an interesting human interest story for them. And this is the place where the local newspaper came out once a week. And that's what I did. And I thought, well, that's crazy. They're never going to want to talk to me. Yeah. But they did. And so they sent somebody out there and they said, oh, here's this little woman living out here all by herself. She doesn't know anybody or anything. This situation we've in, there's too many people living out in the country with a nothing and nobody kind of human interest story. Do you know, the day after that story came out, there were three different people came to visit me out there at that hotel, motel, where Mm -hmm. um, they were letting me live. And helped me within a week. I was out of there. I had a job at the local college. I had secretarial skills. And I had an apartment that I could pay for because then I had a job. Because I opened my mouth. Right. And I'm not talking about just open my mouth on the phone. I'm talking about open my mouth to the universe and said, this is it. This is my focus and this is the way it's going to be. So, and I know that Spirit told me to tell you that story because maybe that's what you need to do, huh? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's miracles happen, but, and they say, well, all you have to do is ask. Well, sometimes, yeah, you do. 
you do. So ask. <laughs> nice. Okay, so, so I'll do that. That's right. That's what you do. And I believe in you, and I know that you can. And if it's any more comfort, the only constant is change, right? Your situation right. is going to change. And I'm seeing it's going to change for the better, no matter what. And mm-hmm. didn't, another thing to take away from that story is that I had lost everything. But do you know what? That was changed for the better. You know, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It changed for the better. My life changed for the better because of that situation, because of something that seemed so awful at the time. And it wasn't. It turned out to be one of the better things that ever happened to me. And it's one of the things that led me into the work that I'm doing now, too. So you don't know. Everything is connected, absolutely everything. So don't you dare give up. <laughs> yeah, I I um I keep trying to go on and everything, and I'm just, you know, stuff can discourage you. And I'm well, having stop it. issues <laughs> I and know. everything. Yeah. But, but don't do it now. There's You can't control everything. You have to give up right. that concept. You know, you just can't. Yeah. But you can get mad and you can say, I'm not, this is not my life. I'm going to focus on change and I'm going to be happy and I don't care what other evil or negative entities try to do to me or try to take from me. That's not going to happen. (laughs) I am not going to allow it. There you go. All right. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what goddesses do and that's what you are. And don't you forget it. Okay. Okay. All right. So you don't really lose in anything. No, I don't. Go after it. Demand to keep what's yours and to move forward and to live the way you deserve to live. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Keep in touch. You're very welcome. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for calling. I love you. Bye-bye. All right, that's going to do it for me on Radio Tarot on the Psychic Coffee Shop online for (laughs) the date right this Friday, July 1st, 2016. Do come see me on psychic.biz. I am Res Miranda. And uh, gosh, like I said, I'm usually there 10 p.m. till 2 or 3 a.m. Eastern time. I'm going to take a little briggy. And then I'm going to go log on and uh, come on in and get a reading and come on and talk more about the law of attraction or whatever it is that you need to know about. I am more than happy to assist you with. So uh, (laughs) until Miranda resuming radio silence. (laughs) Manifest. Like you mean it.